as I laid in the bed yesterday evening, a moment of reflection crossed my mind. I thought about what happened previously when I was in my son's room. It was time for him to take one, his first state test. And I asked him, I, I asked him if he was in his room. And he said, no, I'm not. I'm getting ready to go to the room, but I don't know what link to click on. And I could hear, I could feel the tension in the air, his, his frustration as he was trying to figure out what to do because the only thing he had on his um, planner was a link to his teacher's Zoom room that was at 10 o'clock Pacific time, 12 o'clock central. So it was now... 1.30 Pacific time, 3.30 Central. And so he's like, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know. And I said, you know, I could feel myself going down this path with him. <laughs> and I told him, I said, look at the email, Cam, look at the email, you know, thinking like, okay, you waited this long, you know, where, what, where's the link? And I'm thinking somehow the link must be on his planner, but it wasn't. And then we, we went to the email, didn't see, really see anything. And then he was still, he was standing up at the time. He said, just click on the 10 o'clock Zoom link. And I, I could feel that shift in my son's from frustration to a moment of clarity, to a moment of control, a moment of self-discipline. And sure enough, we clicked on a link and it was the proper link. He, you know, he was a couple minutes late um, in his class, but it was the right link. It really had not gotten, you know, started in the class. She hadn't gotten started, his teacher. But I, you know, at the moment I didn't tell him about it. He just continued and prepared for his test and we got him in. But yesterday evening, I thought about, wow, you know, we've been talking about self-discipline. You know, self-discipline is at the root of many things in our life, you know, our successes, inventions, our businesses, our, you know, um, getting that right, the right, the, the cooking done perfectly, you know, getting the dress sewn perfectly, getting that right word on paper, uh, putting something together. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a process, self-discipline. And that's one of the things that I have told my my children, you know, it's a process. It's something you continually work towards. You know, there is a Bible verse actually um, that you're you're probably aware of, Proverbs twenty five twenty eight, and it says, "A man without self control is like a city broken into and left without walls." You know, without self control, we are at the mercy of temptation, at the mercy of our emotions and our feelings at the mercy of the day if we don't control how we feel and what we do, you know, have some form of control. It's not about becoming a robot, but it's about more of aligning with the higher, the highest version of ourselves to do that work that that is being required of us in that moment, you know. I've talked about how our purpose is more than just one actual thing that we're working to, but it's a process of things that continues to um, evolve us into 
into the beings that we are, you know, and evolve our, evolve our personality. Because I believe part of our earthly journey is aligning our personality with our spirit. And so self-discipline, again, is the core of everything we do. You know, it, it's when you look at the definition. And like I said, when we're talking about words every week, virtues, and we've made it to, uh, we've been doing this over a year now, and we've made it to the word of, or actually a little bit under a year, and we've made it to um, self-discipline. And you know, one of the sentences when I was reading it over again, it says, it is doing what you really want to do rather than being tossed around by your feelings like a leaf in the wind. And I could feel my son being tossed around. I could feel myself being tossed around. I could feel, you know, my daughter when she's being tossed around about what she wants to do and what she needs to do. I could, I could, I could literally feel that moment. It was, it was pivotal. Um, that in self-discipline, you act instead of react. You get things done in an orderly and efficient way. And with self-discipline, you take control of your life. And that's one of the major things that I've been trying to not only talk to my children about, but in modeling that behavior, you know, um, catching myself. My son and I are supposed to be working on a script. One of the ideas that he had when we were homeschooling, uh, one, a, a movie idea. And so um, he actually, we actually submitted it to a short, um, just a, a short writing of it to his teacher and, and had really good input. And I've been, you know, diverting. I've been kind of <laughs> doing other stuff, catching up with this, catching up with that. And we talk and cross talking, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And I said, you know what, this is it. We have to do this. We have to. And my husband actually said the words, we, you have to finish what you started. And self-discipline is about finishing what you started, you know, and I think about now, uh, didn't know I was going to say it, but the, isn't that what Jesus said? He said, it is finished. You know, you finish what you start. And so I believe that everything has, is already created, is, has already been done. And it's a matter of us just playing it through, going through the motions to do the work that it, that's already been done, if that makes sense. <laughs> do the work that's already been done. And so it's almost like if you've ever felt like, you know, you, 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 you're doing something and you get this deja vu, like, I feel like I've done this before. Or this is, this is a perfect fit. You know, I've done that with cooking or, or how I place my books in, 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 in a certain order or a word that I type or write down, this is like, it's like, it just kind of fits like a key and a, a perfect lock. And so I said, you know, Cam, this is it. We're going to do this. We're going to, for the next 10 days, we're going to flesh out these screens and we're going to write them. And it's amazing how as a parent, you think that your children will be like, oh, mom, oh, you, you know, I don't want to do it. And granted, I've, I've had <laughs> those conversations with my children. But it's amazing how you see the, oh, mom, I don't want to do it, to them getting into it and really appreciating and making your bond stronger, your parent-child bond stronger when you hold not only them accountable, but you hold yourself accountable and say, we're going to do this as a team. We're going to work on this together. 
And so I, you know, it went from, oh, you know, to how, you know, my son, how long is this going to take to, you know, the 10 minutes was up and he's still talking about stuff, right? And so we practice self-discipline when we wake ourselves up, when we um, address and we uh, manage our emotions, you know, instead of yelling, instead of getting frustrated, pause for a moment and say, okay, what do I need to do in this moment? I could feel my emotions rising. I could feel anger and, and anxiety knocking on my door. I could feel frustration. But as anything, the truth is what kind of pushes those emotions to the side. And the truth is, is that we have the ability, we can manage our emotions and feelings. We can build strong walls of, you know, of, of principles, of virtues, we can empower ourselves to, um, to not fall down when, when our, or get this, get, you know, in disarray because we feel like things are falling apart or we feel like we don't know our first steps, but to really sit quietly and to come with ourselves and inside of ourselves and say, okay, what do I need to do now? It was, it was, it was pivotal. You guys, if you could have heard it, how it just, you know, the truth is that matter of fact, if you heard that voice, that matter of fact voice, it was almost as if he had that come inside of him or, or, or actually from it to come from the inside out. And it was exactly what we needed to unlock the door to him getting into the room and taking his test. And so when, when people say, you know, I was looking at the, the definition of um, self-discipline and, and, and I was reading something and it said that self-discipline is about having the willpower, the willpower. And when I think about that, it's like forcing yourself to be a certain way. And I believe self-discipline stands on, um, some, some three major sub concepts, if you will. And the first one is of course, believing and yourself, believing that you have the power to master yourself, believing that you have the power to control yourself, believing that you have those tools inside of you, that nothing masters you, can nothing has to master you. You are the one to be the master of it, to have dominion over your emotions, to have dominion over your feelings, to have dominion over how much you eat, to have dominion over what you say, to have dominion on how you express yourself, to have dominion over really clearing the way and understanding what it is you are to do in that moment. I believe that another concept concept is value, value, valuing yourself, you know, believing that you are worth self-discipline, self-control believing that you are worth the peace that underlies, that, that is there when you practice self-control, self-discipline, that you deserve to have that inner stillness, that you don't have to fall apart when things around you have are not in place right? That there is a way of figuring things out that 
you value your body, you value your mind, you value your spirit, you value the, the highest version of yourself. And that's what you set your mind on, that I, I can do this. Believing that you have something inside of you that can keep you. Believing that you your life is worth something, that you have meaning, that you have purpose. You know, and another, the third major self, uh, sub-concept, I believe, of self-discipline is trusting yourself. You know, often we experience situations where we may have not made the best judgment. You know, or we've allowed people to do certain things to us or say certain things to us. And, you know, we feel like, you know, because of that error that we, we you know, that trust kind of gets holes in it, right? It's, it's not that safety net that you once felt that you had. And the biggest thing is remembering that that safety net can be rebuilt, that you can trust yourself to make the right decisions, that you can trust yourself in um, carrying out those right decisions, you know. So I, I just believing in yourself, valuing yourself and trusting yourself are so critical to self-discipline. I believe that as a mother, my job when it when it comes to self-discipline and creating a generational love cycle is basically keeping my word, you know, um, because again, whatever we teach or remind people of, we confirm it or affirm it in ourselves. And so keeping my word with Cam and Kayla, Kayla wants to do a book, Cam wants to you know, work on this. He wants to, to, um, to have this movie, work on this movie. And I said, no, no matter what happens, we are going to do this every day. We're going to put effort in it. And so by me saying that I'm holding myself accountable and also to, you know, making a time out of a day that we do the work. You know, I find out, you know, that's one of the things about self-discipline is that what is the best time to do it? You know, I would always ask my clients, the people that I would work on and achieving their goals, when is your best time for it? And I told Cam, I said, you know what, you are, we're going to do this in the morning because the longer the day goes, the more stuff that we, that come into play, you know, whether going to the store or his friend calling or him wanting to play with his sister or watch a movie. And so the best time for us to really do this is right after breakfast. Because we have that space, right? It's that space before noon. And so when it comes to self-discipline, it's so important to realize, you know, what's your best time for doing stuff? And then also to helping to not only keep your, your children accountable, but keep yourself accountable and marking that time as nothing else. My mom called and I said, no, this is important. We're going we're gonna to get this done because we have other stuff to do. Hence your script. I think also to, you know, holding our children accountable for what they say they want to do, you know, reminding them, this is what you want to do. So I am here to support that. And so self-discipline, remember, it's all about these seeds that we sow is all about sowing it at home, sowing these seeds at home. 
So when our children grow up, you know, the Bible verse, train your child in the way he should go. When he gets older, he won't depart from it. And I believe it's so true in my life and in, in listening to my mother's life principles and, you know, and, and making those part of my foundation to help me with self-discipline, to help me with self-control and to use these virtues to help build the walls for our children, you know, walls of goodness, not walls of, you know, thinking you're better than anyone else, but walls that are, that are necessary in life. Because there are so many different temptations out there to eat more, <laughs> to, to be less active. You know, these games, these video games, these tablets. I get it. You know, I get it how easy it can, it can make your life as a parent. But what, what will they have gained as an adult? You know, create a generational love cycle is about basically replacing the thoughts that have led us along this path of greed, of discrimination, of um, disvaluing others, demoralization, uh, dehumanization, of controlling others, and really put more focus on controlling ourselves. Because that's what, that's what we're here to control is ourselves, to have that self-control, to have that self-discipline, to represent that in earth, in, along our earthly journey not in controlling others, because often people that want to control others are lacking or not having self-control. They feel out of control. And so I, I feel like if, if we can, as, as parents, if we can really talk to our children about these virtues, you know, self-discipline self and things that I've discussed, you know, if, if we can do that, if we can talk to them and have that conversation and be that role model and give examples and reinforce, you know, I woke, I, I got up out of my bed last night and I went into camp and I told him, I said, Cam, I saw how you went from one frustration to more of self-control. And he was listening. He was quiet and he turned around and he just kind of pondered, you know, he was there listening to where I could see the wheels flowing. And it, it, you know, I praised him. I said, you went from, cause we've been talking about that. We've been talking about how, you know, I, I don't want him to be a stereotype of this light skinned guy that has an attitude, an anger problem. You know, I want people to see more than just his color. I want them to see his character. You know, I want them to see the God within him through his expression, his, his, his actions, his thoughts, his words. And so I thought last night, I told him it was a pivotal moment for you, you know, where you just kind of stop what you were doing and automatically just came out, just click on the link, so calm. And I, I was so thankful to tell him that because part of any virtue, anything that we discuss, if we can use those moments to reinforce what we're saying, to make our children aware of their actions and their reactions and you know, just link these virtues, just link these virtues around and around, building this wall of discipline, building this wall of self-control. So when they're older, they will express more of this instead of what we've been dealing with, the hatred, the um, discrimination, 
the lack of self-control, you know, obesity and cancer and diabetes and all of these other chronic preventative health conditions. Self-discipline affects every area in our lives. And if we can teach it at home, if we can role model it, if we can affirm it in ourselves, we are creating that generational love cycle. We're creating it from the inside out. This is Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. And today I've discussed um, the seeds we sow and I'm talking about, I've talked about self-discipline. And it's so easy. People say it's so easy to talk about, but it's another thing to do. And I think it's just one one day at a time, one moment at a time, and really being a, making ourselves aware of not only what we're doing and saying, but also of what our children are doing and saying, you know, taking that time to talk to them, talk with them, not talk at them, but talk with them, to conversate, to hear them, you know, hear what they're saying, to hear what they're, to see what they're doing and to hold them as well as ourselves accountable. As a parent, we are teachers. And as, as a parent, we are students. We learn. It is a reciprocal relationship that we have with our children, a challenging opportunity to become the highest versions of ourselves and help our children do the same. On Mondays, I am in, um, I usually do a check-in on and Fulfill Your Divine Purpose Facebook, where we talk about um, heart-to-heart issues. You know, as you know, um, Mondays per research, they say is one of the days that Monday is, is the main day, one of the days that we people often experience cardiac events. And cardiac events are more than just we the food that we eat. It's more than just the, the physical activity we do, but all those things that we take on the inside and gets, um, you know, through our nervous system and through our organs, including our heart, and, and are directly communicating with our heart you know, our worth, our value, and who we are, and, and, and our life, and does it have meaning? You know, again, fulfilling our purpose is not about this one thing, but it's a process of things that we do each and every day to help us evolve to the highest version of ourselves. Until next time, take care of yourself, and as always, make this lifetime great, because no matter what, I believe you are here, you are alive for reasons, and part of that is learning, learning from life and an opportunity, multiple chances to continue to grow, to learn. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.